Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 2 of Billy Whiskers Out for Fun. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Billy Whiskers Out for Fun by Francis Trigo Montgomery Billy Whiskers, Tubby and Button visit the country fair Just as Billy, Stubby and Button were about to continue down the railroad track, Billy chanced to glance to the east. And there he saw a cluster of long buildings that looked like barns and great open grandstands roofed over like baseball and football grounds, and all enclosed with a high board fence. But what attracted him most was the number of flags, banners and pennants he saw waving from hundreds of flagpoles. Gee, fellows, that looks interesting to me, for those flags tell me there must be a country fair going on over there. As this is the time of the year, they always have a big fair, and I can well remember the one I went to when I was quite young. I never had such an enjoyable, exciting time in my life. What say you that we postpone going into the town and go over to the fair instead? Fine, just fine. I would like it above everything, for I haven't been to one for years. I, like you, remember the time I was there. Only I was such a little puppy that I was under everybody's feet and was nearly run over several times. Until at last my little master took me up in his arms and carried me. But I've always thought I should like to go back and see what it was like when I was old enough to take care of myself. As for me, replied Button, I'm ready for anything just so I get something to eat pretty soon, for I am as hungry as a hedgehog. That settles it, said Billy, and I can promise you the best things to eat and plenty of them. The country women bring all their good things to the fair to contest for prizes. From the best roast chickens, cured hams, all roasted and garnished with cloves, stuck in them to make them tasty to pickles and jellies of all sorts. As for pies, they would just melt in your mouth. But I forget, you don't care for jelly and spices. Very well then, there is a dairy exhibit where you can bathe in cream. There is so much of it. Come along, come along, the very sound of cream makes my mouth water. The chums soon arrived at the fairgrounds, and it being so early, the only ones going in were the owners of exhibits and the men to feed and water the livestock, chickens, geese and ducks that were on exhibition. 
They watched their chance and slipped in when no one was looking. Billy walking in under a load of hay, while Button rode in on a pole sticking out from the hayload, and Stubby trotted in fearlessly as if he belonged to a man driving a wagon full of milk cans. Once in, they hid under the seats of the grandstand until they laid their plants. What they would do, where they would go, and where they would meet. There is no use of our trying to keep together, said Billy. For if we do, we'll be stoned and clubbed and have no fun. So I say we separate and each amuse himself in the way he likes best. But that, we all meet the other side of the town where we are to join Nanny. The plan suits me to a T, said Button. And me too, said Stubby. I think the first thing I will do will be to look up at the diary you were speaking of, said Button. As for me, replied Stubby, I shall smell out those roast chickens and ducks. Where do you plan to go first? I was just thinking I'd go over to the Fats talk show and while I looked around for old friends, I would incidentally eat up some of the corn and oats that had been given to them. There is sure to be plenty left as their owners will be stuffing them to keep them fat. Key, look at the crowd pouring in. And it's so early. We better get started before the crowd is so great we can't get near anything. Au revoir, fellows, until we meet again. And be sure you turn up at the trysting place. And with a whirl of his tail, Billy was off, running under the seats towards the fat stock exhibit. Button followed him for a way. Then he spied the dairy building to his left and made a beeline for it. When he reached the door, he found two dairymaids standing at the open door talking, and they were so excited over what they were saying that he sneaked in right beside them and was lapping the cream first from one pan and then from another. All of a sudden, one of them turned round and seeing Button, she gave such an outlandish scream that it startled him and he fell headlong into the pan. In a minute, he came out dripping, green streaming into his eyes so he could not see. In his endeavour to get away, he fell into another as there were several pans cooling in a vat of ice water. One of the maids grabbed up a broom and came for him. He jumped straight toward her as she dodged him. She slipped and fell into the vat of cold, cold water, upsetting every pan in the vat. Button landed on the floor and the jar shook the thick cream from his eyes so he could see. And you just better believe it did not take him long to escape. He had his fill of cream for once. On his way to the fat cattle, Billy chanced to pass a pastry show, and the delicious odour of hot molasses cakes floated to his nostrils through the open door. Oh my, don't those cookies smell good? I shall just have to have some, for I haven't had any old-fashioned molasses cookies ages and I adore them. I also smell pumpkin pie which I like just as well. Yes, I'll just tarry here a while and eat some. Think they would taste better than corn or oats at this particular time. How I wish Nanny was not so timid. Then she would be here so she could get some for I know she adores molasses cookies. If that big fat cook doesn't stop standing in the doorway wasting his time, 
I shall have to butt him out while I go in and eat what I want. There he is moving and I smell something burning. Serves him right when he neglects them and wastes his master's time and money standing at the door instead of attending to business. But it is an ill wind that blows nobody any good. For now he will be so busy looking after his things that he won't see me helping myself. When Billy arrived at the front door, the cook was disappearing out the back door with a pan of burnt cookies, mumbling to himself. God and Emil, see what happens to me when I just step to the door for one breath of air. My God, my God, Mother Swab and Batch will kill me for wasting his butter and eggs and sugar and flour. Yes, and he will feel like beating you to a jelly when he sees what has happened to his pies, for I have already tasted four different kinds, thought Billy.